welcome back to the Geeks at the Gates. If you remember, we were in the middle of rolling up my first Dungeons & Dragons character for 30 years. Eminon the Half-Elven, he will eventually be. Uh, he's a half-elf, he's a paladin, who is a sort of a warrior, knight, uh, priest combination thing. Um, he's a bit clumsy, we rolled that. He's very charismatic, we rolled that. Uh, we had some more rolling to do, but uh, we ended with Liz, our dungeon master, um, about to read some stuff out from the Dungeons & Dragons rules book thing, uh, which we are not allowed to broadcast for copyright reasons. Um, they're very, very protective of their intellectual property, as they should be. Uh, so um, we're about to get into it. We're going to start with me paraphrasing the information that Liz is giving me about what my character as a paladin can do. There's no need for a spoiler horn. Um, so we'll just get straight back into finishing off rolling up my character and then perhaps going on a little bit of an adventure. So come with me to a world of fantasy. So in essence, I can sense good and I can sense evil. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, if, for example, there was an evil character who was in some way using a glamour or something to make themselves appear good, mm -hmm. I'd see straight through that. Pretty much. Yeah. But you have to invoke it. Likewise, if there's somebody who looked hideous and looked like a stereotypical witch or mm -hmm. whatever, but they were actually good, I would know that. If you said to me... I would send... If, if I chose... To yeah. use it. To use if, that power. If yeah. you said to me, um, hey, dear, is that, do I sense uh, an evil presence here? Do I sense a good presence here? Um, I would be able to tell you yes or no. But you wouldn't tell me if I didn't ask the question. Correct. Probably not, no, because otherwise I would have to constantly tell you if you yeah. get experience. <laughs> so, from a so you have to remember <laughs> yeah. that it's there. Right. Okay, got that. Okay. Um, next up is lay on hands, and I touched on that earlier. <laughs> Um, Very good. I see what you did there. And I will Very read, impressed. I will read from the book, Reggie. Me butting in from the future, uh, just to paraphrase what Liz was about to read from the book, which is basically that as a paladin, I am basically a priest, which means I have the power to lay on hands and cure people. So essentially, I will, as a character, have a certain number of hit points. That's the number of times I can get hit before I'm dead. I can use those points to heal other people, to transfer my hit points over to them, in effect. Uh, or, indeed, to me. I can heal myself, which is kind of handy. Um, I can also, uh, using the same technique, cure uh, people who've been poisoned, for instance, or who have a disease. Um, I think that's it. Right, yes. Back to it. Right. So if someone gets bitten by a spider and is poisoned... I can deal you with can that. You can deal with that. Because poisoning gives them disadvantage on various things. Yeah. And obviously, Being I'm, dead, mostly. That's, that's well, quite no, a serious no. disadvantage. <laughs> it only lasts a certain amount of time, but like in in uh, in battle, it causes disadvantage, doesn't it, if you're poisoned? Yeah. Okay. And of course, as you level up, um, so do all of, all of your paladin skills. But right now, um, we've just got those two. 
Right. And the ability okay. to hit things really yes. hard. Speaking of, shall we see how much damage you can do with your cool weapon? Shall we do that? That sounds like a smashing idea. It's on page one. Hey! Let's see what you did there. Did, they just keep on coming. Am I? It's because you bought that t-shirt with the, the picture of a bone on that says, I found this humorous. Yes. Ever since then, the puns. Oh, that's have very just... good. I like that. <laughs> the puns have just. Did I tell you my, my my Latin pun that somebody told me? You told me it. You didn't tell. You'll yeah. like this. This is this is it's my favourite Latin pun, and I found out about it because somebody told me because a, a, a school in a high school in the US um, had been forced by the parent parent body to change its Latin motto because they said it was silly. Um, they. Wanted their motto to be, we see, we hear, we learn, which is a great motto for a school. In Latin, audio, video, disco. Love it. <laughs> That's amazing. And it That's made great. me, it genuinely made me want to go, into, go back into teaching so I could have that as my school's <laughs> motto. Oh my God, that's amazing. And the same guy, Earth, Wind and Fires, Disco Inferno, translates directly as... We learn through suffering. That's amazing. Isn't that good? That's hilarious. I love that. <laughs> disco, in, disco Inferno is, 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 is a really good motto. Yes, yes absolutely. I'm all of the above on a t-shirt. Maybe that could be your paladin motto. Disco Inferno. Yes. <laughs> it could. <laughs> it now is. <laughs> Pop it on somewhere. Put it find, on your equipment. Find a space to put it right in Disco there. Inferno. You can have it engraved on your weapons. You will learn. Clang. That would make my holy symbol a glitter ball. Oh my god! I will the best thing ever. I love it so much. Some form of metal um, surrounded in shards of glass, which is representative of your deity in some way, shape, or form, which is a holy symbol. We'll work it out. I'll work something out for you. You can have it. Loving it. It's so good. I'll have to medieval out of it but you can have it we have now got the title of the podcast as well by the way it's called Disco Inferno, Disco Inferno. <gasps> <Yes>. <laughs> right and what I'm trying to do currently is find the um, the damage that you will cause using your weapons which goes at the bottom can you just show Reggie what it looks like oh I can just so it makes Ta-da. it a bit easier right so you're hit Okay, so if you're proficient, mm-hmm. then you get to add your proficiency bonus to it, to I'm your initial sure. roll and your strength. So for you, your strength is plus two, plus two, so you get to add plus four to your uh, both your weapon attacks. Right. So if you write your weapons in this little so list. So I've got longsword. Mm-hmm. Whip. Whip, whip, whip. Whip. Your, short the short bow you won't get plus four for though because it's a dex based thing isn't it yes so the short bow you... oh I should have thought of that when I treated a short bow but I'm going to be a, ter- I'm gonna be a terrible shot no you're shot. proficient with it so it's fine oh, okay it just means that you will only get plus one instead of plus four, of plus four. Right. so right. you've got That's plus okay. four and hit so put f- plus four in this box for the first two and plus then plus four, one in the third four. box plus one okay so then long sword you're like me you have this it's 1d8 or one D ten, yeah. In your damage type box, eight slashing damage. If you have a slight lisp, lisp like me, that's really difficult. Or it's yeah, depending slashing if you use it two handed, it's one D ten. And then what's the modifier? Is that strength again? Uh, yes. So yes, you, you add plus two to that, so it's plus two, not plus, plus one. Two. Sorry, that's because I have because that's your because I have your strength. Stat, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a druid. Uh, Reggie, just on the next box along. 
Mm-hmm. You just put slashing. And also versatile. Correct. On your whip. My whip. Um, your whip. That is 1d4 slashing damage. And it's 1d4 plus. What's that, the... What's slashing the... Slashing goes in, into my notes, yeah? Yes. Um, it can... That's... A whip is finesse and reach, so that will be plus one. No, sorry. No, you can be you, you can use strength, so it'll be plus uh plus two. two. Plus two, sorry, yeah. Because you can use if it's a finesse weapon, you can use dex or strength as your modifier. Right. Because your dex, you're going to use strength. Use strength. <laughs> yeah, fair um, enough. So it's slashing, and it's also got reach, which means you can hit someone two squares over from you when you've got a battle map in front of you, <laughs> rather right. than person in the square next to you. So your short bow. Uh, is 1d6 piercing, and because it's a ranged weapon, that will be using dex, so that will be... Minus, minus one. <laughs> but that's okay. So I'm a terrible shot. No, no, you're you're okay shot, because the plus one determ- in this box determines whether you hit it, but you're... Oh, that's damage. That's the damage, so right. you're, you're not so great at drawing it and actually giving it the... So it's kind of dumb. I could probably hit somebody, but I wouldn't hurt them that much. No, basically. Very good for getting if people's you, attention. You'll never ever hit... Yeah, if you roll a six, you'll never get it, is the answer there. Yeah. Until you get to another level where you decide you're going to add into your dex pool, and then you're okay. <laughs> Once you get above eight, yeah. you know, above nine. Yeah, well, I'm a bit out of practice at the moment. I'm yeah, a, that's a it. Bit of, a bit of... You've been yeah. doing much more hacky slashy. Could I borrow a d4? Please. Of, yeah. It's Would a big you? one. Please, could you please... Actually, no, God, we need another one. I need another oh, it's one. cool. I get it just for the I really, really comedy smash. value. Dice of many sizes. <laughs> please, could you roll those 5d4 for me? Um, these will determine how much starting money you get. D- I hate d4s. But they sound fun when you shake them. They do. And they're trapeziums, which I like. Yeah. Adding. Adding 4, 8, 10, 16. 16 times 10 is 160 gold pieces. You have that plus Sorry, whatever my your background in your way. gave you. Uh, my background gave me 10, so I have 170. Nice. Wow, I'm broke. Did we do that for you? <laughs> no, you didn't do that for me. I've just got what I've got. You have 80, don't you? I have 85. I earned some money. I'll lend you a gold piece. <laughs> Thanks, appreciate it. Cool. I think that is pretty much it. The only thing that we haven't covered are your two languages. Initiative isn't in there either. So is it? What that is your dexterity? So, so it's minus one. Not exactly a go-getter. No. Now I know that there's nothing in actions there at the moment. That will come from these two uh, class right. things. But we'll we'll focus on those later. Um, I'm also sorry to be this little naggy human, this bottom hand corner where you've got uh, passive perception, passive wisdom and passive intelligence. 8 plus 2 plus whatever it says. So 8 plus 2 plus perception. So 8 plus 2 plus perception. Okay. Perception is plus 1. Okay. So 8 plus 2 is 10 plus 1 is 11. So. Passive wisdom, passive perception. Can you tell stuff is going down? without actively looking, looking for, for it. it. Right. Can you tell that there are a bunch of, I'm going to say, goblins again in the bushes around you mm-hmm. without going, hey, DM, uh, is there anybody around me? You just know yeah. instinctively. I just know. Depending right. on how difficult they are or how stealthy they are. 
So, so they my, would roll against your passive wisdom. My passive wisdom is... Your passive insight. So can you immediately tell if someone's lying to you? Right. That's how I take that. Um, so that's 8 plus 2 plus your insight modifier. 8 plus 2 is 10 plus my insight modifier is Which is plus three. 3. Sweet. So that's 13. And then your passive intelligence or investigation... Uh, 8 plus 2 plus your investigation. 8 plus 2 is 10 plus my investigation, which is 0. So that's 10. <laughs> we know that one. Hooray! Yay! Cool. <clears throat> so they're all filled in. So all the important boxes are filled in, I think. Yep. Unless anyone can see any boxes. The only thing that we haven't covered are the two languages that you know as oh, okay. part of your background, I believe. So you know the common tongue, which everybody does. As an elf, do you not know el- a half elf? Do you not know elvish in the common tongue as part of, as an half elf? Let me just do a check. So you have, I'm sure you have elvish, common, and maybe one other. I've got this funny feeling, but that's going back in my brain. You speak, read, write, and common. Um, you also speak elvish and another language of, of your choice. choice. So you right. have three. So there's a languages box. Yeah, there you go. So, right, so, common. Common. Elvish. Elvish. And pick one. <laughs> pick one. So, you know, we talked about the races before. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, I believe dwarves have their own language. As dwarves, do halflings. halflings and dwarves both do. Um, There's also abyssal. Um, there is celestial. celestial, so demon and angel language. Mm-hmm. There is infernal, which is also a demonic language. There is also com- uh, undercommon, um, which is what they speak in the underdark. Uh, and uh, various others. <laughs> various other languages. Right, okay. So well, like orc is a language. And- yes. Giant is a language. You could speak giant. Furbog speak giant. Yeah, you see, I'm a, I'm a half-elvish soldier. So you've got common, elvish, one other. You know, you could have had uh, someone who trained you that might have only spoken to you in a language that you didn't understand until you did understand it sort of thing. Hmm. Or you could have been trained in a language to maybe combat. Or because enemy. you're a paladin, maybe you speak celestial. Like an angelic language. That makes sense. Or Infernal, because you were, like, Spanish Inquisition-y. Like, it depends on how you want to run that concept. Yeah. (laughs) What language do dragons speak? Draconic. Draconic. I fancy being able to speak to dragons. Go for it. Draconic. I love that I could answer that, but I couldn't think of it when I was going through the list of languages in my head. But the answer is Draconic. Cool. So you can um, speak, read, and write those languages. That's what it means if you have those. Right. Brilliant. We are so almost done. You know, we talked about alignment earlier. Yes. Have you had any more thought about whether you're going to be lawful neutral, lawful evil, chaotic evil, neutral good? Because you're looking at a list of gods now. Neutral. Yeah. Lawful good. Um... I think I've got a penchant for chaotic. Cool. Good. Do I want to be chaotic neutral or chaotic good? I'm a paladin. I should be good, really, shouldn't I? Chaotic good. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. Cool. The reason why I ask is there are a set type of Mm -hmm. deity. We can veer from this if you want to go for something 
completely custom. That's fine. Um, no, let's let's stick to the script for now. Okay. Yes, let's. So chaotic good. I have got Lyra, goddess of joy. Now you know about Lyra. I do because what? that also is um, sounds like Lyra, goddess of illusion, and it depends who you're being on. The it depends day. on who I'm talking to as a bard as to which one of those I actually refer to, because I'm a sneaky. Lyra, the goddess of joy, is chaotic good. The suggested domain is life, and the symbol apparently is a triangle of three six-pointed stars, which could look it like... It feels pretty disco. A bit like a disco, disco. ball. Yeah, it feels so that, pretty disco. That sounds like it Also, could be. goddess of joy, that's very disco. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. pretty quick disco. <laughs> um, the other one is Salune, goddess of the moon. Oh, yeah. So also moon. disco. Disco yeah. ball shape. Very disco-y, yeah. yeah. Liking it. <laughs> uh, a pair of eyes surrounded by seven stars. Disco balls. <laughs> um... Soon or Sune, goddess of love and beauty, uh, life and light, face of a beautiful red-haired woman I mean, in that 70s disco outfit. Yeah, I mean, maybe. It could, you with could, the platform. You could get it to work. It's essentially, it's essentially 1970s Mary Jane Watson. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. Aww, um, who else MJ. Who goddess of god fortune, trickery domain, face up coin. <laughs> disco ball. I mean, you can make anything to disco ball <laughs> if you wish. Is there anything that, doesn't, that isn't a disco ball? Um, are they the three that you've, I you've got there? I think I'm feeling I'm feeling goddess of joy. Goddess yeah, of joy. Lyra. So that's Lyra. Spelled, that's spelled double L, double I, R A. There is actually a box for this. Is there a box for this? Um, this one, I think. Which alignment should be? No, the god for the god. There's oh, one. The religion me. is on this one. I think isn't it? Oh, alignments on here Faith. as well. Faith, Faith is at the top of that one. Yeah. Right. Okay. I've just found my age. <laughs> Sorry, on my my character sheet, dear listener, my my age is on. Page, and I'm flicking through my folder trying to figure out which page Faith is on. So I've just Faith discovered my age would be Lyra. Yeah. Goddess of joy. And it's but two I, red stars and a yellow star. I believe is her symbol. Uh, like it's made out in a triangle. Okay. I can pop that wherever you want it. I'll find some bump for you. Obviously, there's loads more stuff that we could talk about, um, such as uh, appearance, um, also additional backstory. And you can, with your um, this whole set of boxes here mm-hmm. on the right-hand side, um, the information for those that you roll out is in background and you can roll the dice to get those, or you can just make them up yourself. So it's up to you whether you want to roll the dice and just get given background stuff, because it is quite entertaining to do that, to be fair. Um, unless you want to have a think about your background further, if you want to write it yourself, it, I get it. But they gen- these generally refer to like your soldierness, so it gives you like mm. an idea of why you were a soldier, or why you were whatever you were. Well, let's be honest, I was never going to make it as a tightrope walker, was I? <laughs> No, no, very much require us of a safety net or or two. I'm enjoying the idea of being a clumsy half elf. It's uh... it's quite entertaining, actually. Now we can do though. You see these bits here. We can do the personality trait, the ideal, the bond, and the flaw based on what's rolled. If you mm-hmm. hate it, we can change it. It's wrong. Okay. Um, some it's of them nice. can be quite wordy. So again, isn't um, it? For... I sort of just think it isn't. It? Let's roll means something completely yes. that it does in. Any other context? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Roll. 
Um, okay, personality trait. Please could you roll a D8 for me? Uh, oh, different shapes. D8. Ooh, fun. D8. Which shape is Diamond. That's the D8. Two. Two. Okay, personality trait. I'm reading from the book. Which, of course, we're not allowed to broadcast, but it doesn't matter because Hat and Reggie sort of summarised it on the night anyway. Um, sorry to interrupt, from the future, back to it. If you just write that I'm down. I'm just going to yeah. short that to PTSD. <laughs> yeah, just write that down. That's cool. going to be your best bet. Um, could you put a two next to it as well, just so I know which one you've brought? Um, next one, a D6, please. Carol. D6, that's a regular die. Um, I think we should now, from this point forward, refer to the D12 as the disco ball. Love it. <laughs> yes. So like the 12 is the most disco ball of them. Now then, um, this might be a bit weird because they actually give you, based on your alignment, they suggest mm-hmm. one to you. There is an evil option, so if you were to roll a four, we might have to change it. That's what I did. I rolled the I rolled the evil option. I had to switch it out of mine. Okay. But if you wouldn't mind rolling that d6 for me. One. That's the one. Um, this is greater good. Our lot is to lay down our lives in defence of others. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. So if you put greater good in there. The greater good. Yep. Yeah. And then just number one. The greater good. Next up is Bond. Uh, a D6 again for me, please. Number five. Those who fight beside me are those worth dying for. Well, that's nice. Yeah, go with that. Yeah. It's homey, isn't it? It's nice cosy. <laughs> uh, if you could put number five. Dogs oh. just coming in to check that we're still here. Uh, <laughs> Next one is floor. Yep. So D six again. Please. Oh, sorry, I gave you. Yep. Oh, five, five again. Um, I obey the law even if the law causes misery. Oh, no, 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 thanks. Okay. I'm chaotic. I can't. I can't do that. Rather go. One. <laughs> the monstrous enemy we faced in battle still leaves me quivering with fear. PTSD again. PTSD. Yeah, that that yeah. fits. Right. Dub- PTSD double PTSD for you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. <laughs> so from that, you can think more on it. You can dwell more on it. Um, you don't have to read it out, Hat, but could you show the length of what you've written? Ha! Which, which of the 8,000 pages of my, my entire backstory would you be referring to? I've written, like, three sides. For the listeners, I've written, like, three sides. Granted, I do write in all caps, because dyslexia, but... um. But it details where you've come from, yeah. um, how you've become a druid. Yes. I have to also state that um, to create my character, I used Modern... Uh, it, what's that one? That's... Xanathar's Guide. Xanathar's Guide to Everything. Not Modern Canon's Tome of Foes or Velo's Guide to Monsters, because I always get them confused. Um, Xanathar's Guide to Everything. <laughs> you have this thing, it's called This Is Your Life. It's a whole section of the book where you just roll. You just roll dice for hours on end and get lots of answers, like who your parents are, how many siblings you got, which you dra- drives you insane, because I always end up with like seven brothers no and sisters. No one cares. <laughs> and whether they like you or not, if you've met anyone in your travels. These things are important to know. They totally are. And depending on your age... Um, like what sort of things have happened to you in your life so like you add like a d4 for every 10 years of your life and my character's 112 so I did some stuff which is why I've ended up with 5 more gold than I
80 and now I have 85 because at some point in my life I've earned five gold but it also gives you like other people that you might have met or things you might have done a previous character I had like had a weird event that was they got stuck in the in a the belly of a fish for a month before they escaped so like all sorts of yeah so it's kind of fun to use that but you could just make it up yourself we're not going to do that today no it's craziness that's fine no that would take forever if you are really keen to do it though you I might have a bit of a play with that, actually. Um, however, I do encourage anybody to write their own background, uh, really get into it, because at the end of the day, it's, it's who you're going to be, so you might as well. It really helps you decide what kind of choices you're going to make as well, and like yeah. how you're going to approach things. I think like having having a really solid character idea gives you an idea of like what you would do in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Um, it also gives me ideas of what to do with the campaign. Yeah. Completely. Um, I like to fit in backstories wherever I can. Uh-huh. Invite char- bring characters in that normally I wouldn't have done based on what you're telling me happened in your past. Maybe, maybe someone that trained you comes back at some point, but they've been mind washed by somebody else. You know, anything yeah. can happen. Possibilities are endless. So have fun with it. That's all I can really recommend. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to this. Also, if you if you said to me, um, I know you've made your own world. I started out in a city that was made completely from gold. I'd be like, okay, cool. I don't have that right now in my campaign, but I'll make it. I'm, I'm open to anything. So, you know, as long as it's not too ridiculous, uh, we've already fit a bit of disco ball in there, but as long as it's not too ridiculous, I'll be able to fit in. So don't worry about, oh God, I don't know if there's going to be a place surrounded by waterfalls anywhere. I'll, I'll make one. Cool. I like that. Awesome. Well, that that's, was fun. I really enjoyed that. That's pretty much you. <laughs> there, um, were, there were many numbers. Yeah, that was cool. My uh, fault. Would, would you like to just try out some of your fighting skills as your character? Why ever not? Why would I, why would I not want <laughs> to do gonna that? This is going to be completely off my head. Fine. Okay. So, apologies for any random stats that might appear. I'm just going to get my book, so bear with me for a second. There's lots of books in D&D. There's so many books. <laughs> Is it just my personal it's book? books so the, and maths. Books, maths, and 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 a little bit of English because obviously creative writing really really helps. Like actually being able mm. to, to come up with ideas for for like the world. Like obviously Liz is creating a whole world. My but like coming up with a creative. My least successful character. lesson idea ever was to try and do a very simplified version of D and D as a creative writing exercise. Didn't work. It, it, people are using it now. Didn't work. Tool. It didn't work because um, I had an ownery bunch of kids, and um, <laughs> they they basically refused to, to accept that there were limitations on what their characters could do. Oh right, okay. They were just like, no, it's my story. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. That, I don't care that I just rolled a three. Oh wow! It's... Uh, a Twitter mutual of mine um, was had posted the other day about. Um, how her her mother was like shocked and amazed that they were using D and D now to teach people uh, creative writing skills and maths because um, her 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 mum had been a teacher in the U S during Satanic Panic right. and then was just like wow so D and D's in schools now we were just told to eradicate it like which I think is kind of amazing but it is uh, it is being used variously by different kinds of groups and um, community organisations and stuff to help kids either like find confidence or learn to actually do things which I think is really I cool. think it's a great it's a great tool yeah actually. and it's just fun and it's fun like yeah. it's just stupid fun I mean I, I I'm not good at maths no but I can do this and I don't I don't particularly enjoy doing sums my accountant hates me um, but this 
it's an accessible way and I imagine if I'd been doing this since I was a kid, uh, my numeracy skills would be significantly better than I currently are. I think mine would be are. so much better if I'd been doing this for a whole life. Because this is, it, essentially, if you can convince people that what they're doing is fun, they're far more likely to do it. Mm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And if we're talking about developing skills, then, yeah, D&D, You've all the way. You've got your tactile way of doing things as well, because you're physically... Yes. Yeah. Which is a different way of learning, especially the day of iPads and... I only yeah. say there's something visceral about this. Um, the you sound could of it hitting a table. Yeah, look at listen. Twelve with a d12. That was a twelve with a d12. That was the sound of rolling really high and destroying someone if you were using a big enough fireball. Frankly, one thing that we haven't mentioned. Any idea what your character's going to be called? Oh, yeah, names. Um, there are specific elven names, specific human names, I, but if you have anything in mind... I'm, 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 I'm just thinking on that. Okay. Yep. Okay. Well, for the moment, um, you are... Paladin. Um, you, Paladin, are currently within... Uh, actually, no, I know, actually, do you know what? I know exactly what I'm going to call myself. Okay. Um, this is not profound. Um, I'm going to call myself Eminon. Is that E M? How do I spell that? Uh, hang on. Sorry, I can't. I can't do it without running down. Oh, uh-huh. sorry. It's like my telephone number. Yes. Cool. Uh, e M A N O N. Got it. M N. It's no name backwards. Oh, I love it. You can put it on your sheet in your name box. Which I, I have only done on my first sheet rather than all my sheets, but yeah. Fair enough. You I like um, it. have found yourself within the forest of Stillrain. Okay. Uh, so on the southwesterly island. Um, you've been here for some time, but you've found yourself, yourself a little lost within the woods. Strange to you, because normally you, you know which way you're going. Okay. Um, but... This part's enchanted, you've not really been around here before. Somewhere in the far distance you hear the sound of some kind of forge, you hear the sound of metal on metal. Um, it's quite far from the distance, so you're trying to trying to make your way there in hope of finding someone uh-huh. uh, to tell you where you're going to be, where you're going. Could you just make a perception check for me? Don't worry if you can't do this right away. This is okay, so perception check. Be on your main bit sheet. The one with all the numbers. So perception, perception, perception. This is big. Yep. So roll a 20 and it's add. Here somewhere. So I, I roll a d20 yep. and you add, your add one. Yep. So that's six. So I'm seven. Seven, okay. Along with the... In the very far off distance, there's a slight rustle. You're not quite sure exactly where that rustle's coming from. It's definitely the undergrowth, but you're surrounded by it. Okay. Do you want to just make an investigation check for me? An investigation check. So that's a d20 again, and investigation is plus zero. Okay. Roll big. 16. 16. Okay. It doesn't take you long. Um, Searching through the undergrowth, through the leaves, through the bracken, you um, you reveal 
by pushing back this large leaf, um, the face of a very small green creature. Um, it's surprised by you. Um, instantly, it meets your eyes. Jagged teeth sneer up at you. Please roll initiative. Oh, God. So, <laughs> rolling a d20 and minusing one. Roll a six, so that'll be five. Five? Okay. Dear God. <laughs> Dex, man. Dex. Do, I've got some free music, some free content music that I can use without upsetting anybody. Um, we may have to just uh, confirm... Uh, the artist that's done this somewhere on a blog. Uh, it's not mandatory. Uh, the uh, credits in the show notes. Cool. Um, so if you could just give me two moments just to get a bit of ambient, ambient sound, that would be absolutely fantastic. I hope this doesn't mess with any audio. Uh, it should be fine. Okay. It's behind the uh, DM screen. Yes. <laughs> So, little goblin, I'm just going to fill you in what I've rolled. I've rolled a three for its initiative. So, oh, so. what that means is you go first. With your <laughs> so, lucky, lucky, lucky. In front of you, um, it's there. It's it's just realised that you've gone through. You have surprised it, which actually means that you get to go twice. You get your surprise round on this mm-hmm. creature. Then we start the initiative order. Right. So, that doesn't always happen. You don't always surprise things. But what this means is you get two guys before it gets to go. That's good. So like that. You get to choose what you're going to do. Um, how, how big are goblins? Um, goblins are about, I'm going to say, four foot max. Right. Three foot. They're about the same size as halflings. Yeah. And what's this goblin wearing? Um, it's got on a very raggedy outfit. Uh, it's got some form of leather armour on it strapped to it. But underneath that is just rust bun tunic on. Okay. It's got. It's actually just pulled out a scimitar. Okay, so is it left-handed or right-handed? Right-handed. <laughs> I grab its right wrist. Okay. What I will ask you to do that would be a contest. Right. So if you could make a strength check, I will make it make a dexterity check, and we'll contest the two rolls. Okay. So roll a d twenty and add your strength modifier. So. Roll a d20. Five plus two, so seven. Okay. Um, so as you reach down, the goblin instantly realises what you're about to do and jumps out of the way. Okay. It rolled a 15 on its death seventy seven throw, so it was able to jump out of the way. So that's your surprise round. All right, so it's got its scimitar and it's now backed up. It's backed up. You've so had your surprise round, so you can technically attack now if you wish to. Okay, so I don't want to do anything rash. I don't necessarily know that this goblin is an enemy. Um, but I would be an idiot at this point to not draw my longsword. Okay. So, you draw your longsword. So, I draw my longsword and take up a defensive posture. Okay. As you do, the teeth, once again, bear up at you. You hear it go... You hear rustling from behind it in the bushes. Is there anything you'd like to do with your turn? <laughs> well, horrible feeling to see where this is going. Um, uh, what would be a good thing to do? It's a bit. Okay. <laughs> That's good. I'm enjoying it. Um, 
now, I think... I'm really not looking for a fight. Um... <laughs> And yet you are in combat because you've rolled initiative. <laughs> Therefore, you are technically in combat. Okay. Um, I guess he's there. Or they are there. I don't want to see their gender. You have um, right, okay. So just they to, are there, just they're, to they're, explain. They're armed. In terms of what you can do in a round, right? Uh, okay. So a round is six seconds. You can move. You're, you can move 30 feet, mm-hmm. right? Because you have 30 feet of movement. Mm-hmm. And you can make an action, which is whatever you're deciding to do, right? Um, and you can make a bonus action if you have one that you can make. So you can run the fuck away if you wish to do so, is what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> so you have 30 feet that you yeah, can screw go. Yeah, Disco, in in, Disco Inferno. We learned through suffering. <laughs> um, Disco Inferno. Um, I... <laughs> I think I... No, I stand my ground. Okay, so you stand your ground. The rustling behind this creature gets louder. Oh, sorry. Can I also just explain about combat? What you can do, if you wanted to, you could hold your action. You could hold your action until they attack you, which then you would know what was going on. So that is an option you have. Okay. Because we have not explained combat I'll do that. well before yes. this point. I'll do that. Okay. I will so you hold have my to action. Say, what, what you'd have to say is you will. Uh, you can't uh, just not do anything. It's like, I will yeah. attack if me, them, if I they will attack, attack me. I will attack if I am attacked. There we go. So the rustling continues behind this creature. Um, its face sneering up at you. You hear, Briak! As another small creature hops out from the bushes. Um, it comes towards you. It's scimitar drawn. The other one that's just hopped out from behind the bushes. Mm-hmm. Um, bit unaware of what's happening. Sees you and immediately starts to reach for its weapon. The one coming at you is about to attack you. And will roll to try and hit you. What okay. I'm going to do is roll a d20. Okay. If my number beats your armour class, that attack will hit. So I'll roll and I'll see what happens. Okay. I rolled a six. That's a miss. My armour class is 16, <laughs> so you. I'm okay. <laughs> so your chainmail armour, um, the scimitar, straight off your off your chest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tried very hard, but it, it's not it's not permeated anything. Um, you see the sparks fly as metal hits metal, um, but the attack doesn't get through. Um, the other creature rolled an 11. Okay. It's your go. Which was the action was held to attack. So I held my action to I will now attack the creature that attacked me. Okay, with your longsword? With my longsword. What a hit with your longsword. That's your d20. And now you get to decide whether you're attacking with one or two hands. Because it's a versatile weapon. It's going two-handed. Okay, so roll to hit. You add your plus four to whatever number. Okay, so I rolled a six, so that's ten. Okay, just hits. You see it about to dart out of the way, but the blade connects. If you could just roll the damage for me, which is a 1d10, because you're using diamond shape. Uh, not diamond shape. Yeah. The other diamond shape. The <laughs> diamond, that one. diamond. Yeah. yeah. The actual diamond shape. The actual diamond shape. Yeah. Oh, nice. Eight plus. Plus two. Ten. Plus ten. Ten points of damage. Nice. 
the blade comes slicing down on the creature, you actually manage to nick the top of its ear. Um, it grasps its ear and looks to its friend that's just jumped out of the bush. Um, suddenly, uh, from behind you this time, you hear another rustle. This is going to be mum, isn't it? <laughs> out from the undergrowth behind you springs, um, not as short as one of these goblins, shorter than you though, um, really fucking ginger. <laughs> um, <laughs> That'd be me! Hi! <laughs> what does Eminem see? Um, five feet of big, beefy ginger dwarf. Um, she's got uh, long plaited hair, shaved the sides of her head because that's just never going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> a, a small ginger beard because you know I just believe in female dwarfs having beards. It's just life for me. Uh, uh, leather armor and a big warhammer uh, in her hands. Yep. Could you roll initiative? I can roll initiative. Uh, that's a crit fail. Uh, I just rolled a natural one, which is apparently my opening gambit for every D&D game <laughs> that I've played this week. So yeah, that's a natural one. So just because things got a little confusing, what we're going to do, I'll go from the top of the round. Cool. Um, the creature that rolled the highest initiative was the second goblin that appeared from the undergrowth. So I'm going to start with that one. And okay. I'll be last. You'll be last. Cool, thanks. Um, so uh, the second creature immediately you see more threat. Um, initially was about to back off and run, but has become more steeled by this. Um, that is is going to try and attack you. I can't remember what your name is. Grit. 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 Yeah. It's going to try and attack you, Grit. Uh, it rolled an 11 to hit. Uh, that misses. That misses, okay. Uh, the scimitar of the second goblin uh, goes straight into the ground. It looks up at you directly into your eyes and sneers and tries to tuck its weapon free, but it's stuck in the ground. Um, we are over to you. Yeah. Your turn. What would you like to do? You have, there's one goblin attacking someone who's just sprung out from the undergrowth who's appearing to try and help you, you think. Um, there's also the little goblin that's trying to attack you. Okay. Um, I reckon Grit looks like she can take care of herself. I will engage the other goblin. Okay. So you're going to try and hit? Yep. Cool. Roll your d20. Same weapon, same two hands? Uh, same weapon, same two hands. Cool. Ten. Uh, ten just hits again. Um, okay. Oh, so that's 10 plus... Oh, it takes 10 plus, isn't it? Plus 4, so 14. 10 plus 4, so 14. Definitely hits. Right. So roll your damage with your two weapons, which is 1d10 plus 1d10. Two-handed. That's a d12. No, that's a d10. Yeah, the 12's the disco ball, remember? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Two. Two plus... Plus... It's in the middle box. Two. 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 That's four. Okay, four points of damage. Um, again, your weapon connects. Uh, the creature now, uh, all of its life appears to drain from its face as it starts to sway. Um, where once it was quite intent on being the end of you, uh, now just is very, very close to, uh, to not being with us anymore. Okay. Okay. Um, it's now its turn. Uh, it's going to try to hit you. Um, again with its scimitar it rolled a three the, uh, <laughs> the attack again it, it flails towards you but it's not got much left in the tank uh, at all 
Um, we are over to uh, you. Hi. Hi. Uh, um, Hi, Grit. Uh, there's a goblin in front of me, right? Correct. Cool. Uh, and I'm going to roll uh, to hit that. So that is six and three, nine. Uh, that just misses. Oh, get gutted. So that's a two-handed <laughs> warhammer to the ground two there. Two-handed <laughs> um, You're about to hit it straight smack bang on the head, but it just hops out of the way just in time. Um, it actually giggles. You hear an audible giggle uh, as it manages to dodge you. I yell at it. Okay. <laughs> and that's your turn. That's my turn. The one that just jumped out the way and giggled at you is going to try and attack you. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Giggling all the while. That is uh, 16 plus 3, 19 to hit. Oh, that hits. Okay, the scimitar this time. Uh, that's six points of damage. So you've tried to hit <laughs> on, on the head. Be-doo, be-doo. With this hammer. Yeah. Sorry, I am. Uh, it's all right. Uh, it dodged out of the way, but then was quickly able to counter. Right. It's your turn. Yes, sorry, just looking at who was there. Right, so the goblin that's in front of me... Is very worse for wear. ...is essentially like, not particularly a threat right now. Not really, no. Right, in that case, I move to aid Grit. Sorry, my, my spells are all upstairs, so I'm just going to have to go on to TMD Beyond. So fortunately, Grit is about five foot away from you. You have 30 feet of movement in one go, so you've got plenty of time. In around you can move, you can um, you can use your action to hit something. Right. So you, you've moved across to Grit. Um, would you like to try and hit? I would like to try and attack that goblin. Okay, roll to, roll to hit. Again with your two-handed weapons. Four. Plus. Plus four, isn't it? Yep. Okay. Uh, so that is eight. Again, a miss. Um, you're not quite used to the height situation, so the weapon just swings, but it just maybe gets some hairs on the top of its head, but that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, this is a very giggly creature who uh, is laughing quite a lot at you and you now. Uh, it's now going to try and attack you. Emma. Okay. Um, that is 13 to hit. That's against your AC. That's against my 16 AC, so it That's misses. a miss. Okay, again, ding, straight off your chest, um, the blade goes. So, we are over to the unfortunate creature who is going to try and flee. Uh, actually, we'll turn around and try escape into the undergrowth. And you, you see it as it slowly moves at half of its speed and tries to move some of the shrubbery It's sort of slinking it. away. It's sort of slinking away, but very audibly. Um, and we are to you. <laughs> yeah, we are. Great. Right, okay, cool. Uh, I'm this going is D&D to... This, this is d Beyond. This is Beyond. Uh, the digital version of that. Right. Um, I've got a spell book with actual spells in it, but it's upstairs, like with cards. So I have the spell cards, I prefer them, but this is... <gasps> I can give you my paladin cards. You're so excited. excited. Um, okay, where is it? Where is this goblin? Uh, which one? There's the one that's slinking off into the undergrowth because it's looking very... B. Yep, and then there's the one that's directly in front of you and Eminon. Lovely. Okay, I'm going to go for the one that's slinking off. Okay. I'm going to cast Entangle okay. at first level. Could you just explain to me what that spell does? Um, It will cause uh, undergrowth stuff to appear out of the ground. I'm very carefully not reading what it says. <laughs> um, And grab at them. Does it need to make a check of any It stuff? does. It's a 20-foot square starting from a point within range. Cool. The range is 90 feet. Yep. So I can get him from here and he must make a strength save. Okay, strength save. Against my spell save DC, which is 13. It rolled a 9. It fails. It's trapped now. Okay, so the... 
the undergrowth comes and wraps around its ankles. Does it take any damage? Uh, no, it doesn't. It's just, it's stuck. It's, okay. So it's unable to move any further. Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. When it's cast, it's restrained. It can make a um, a DC on its turn yeah. to escape, I believe. Got you. Yes, they can. Okay. Is there anything else you want to do on your turn? Um, Is there anything I'm going to turn to the, the one in front of me and say, you're next. Um, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> okay. Well, no, the, the one in front of you uh, glares up at you. Actually, hang on, actually. Sorry, let me just check. Yeah, no, I'm good. Okay. Uh, the one that you've just said that to glares up at you actually, hammer on. Uh-huh. Uh, and it will have tried to attack you with its weapon again. Okay. And that is a 19 to hit. That hits. Okay. You suffer uh, in total six points of slashing damage from the scimitar. Um, so you would take away six points from your 11, which would take you down to five. Somehow I've just gone off my character. Okay. All right, and it's over to you. Okay. I'm not having that. (laughs) Right. Attack the goblin. Okay. Is that the goblin in front of you? That's the the one in front. I saw him. The the one in front of me. (laughs) Okay. All right, okay. Roll to hit. Oh, for God's sake. Four. Plus Plus four, so that's eight. That's a miss. However, because it is your first go and I'm a kind DM, I will let you roll again. Again, how? It's like the third four that you've had. It is, yeah. These dice loaded. That one needs to go to dice gel. I'll give you a different one. Hang on. <laughs> oh, dear. Find you up there, look. Here, use this. That one might be kinder. What's wrong with the kind one? Thank you. <laughs> the end. Sorry. This is just test. <laughs> is that three? You missed. You yeah, missed. I missed. You very missed. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now we are over to uh, the goblin who's going to try and escape from. You always need at least three d20s so that when the first misbehaves and the second misbehaves, then you can move on to the third. It tries to tug its leg through, but it's still stuck. Cool. Um, it flails its arm a little bit, but that's all it can do. We are over to you, Grit. Lovely. Um, so I'm going to. Yeah, cool. Uh, sorry. Very new to using a, compu- a computer to do something like this. Uh, I'm going to. I think I can do this. Can I just. Yeah, excellent. So I'm going to um, produce a ball of flame in my hand. <laughs> and I'm just going to punt it at the one that's running away. Okay. Or the one that isn't running away. So ranged spell attack. That is 13 plus 5 to hit, so that's, hits. that hits. So yeah. is that the one the, who's running away or the one who's... The one that's in the in the running away, well, yeah. Yep, yeah, so that definitely hits. Cool. That's uh, like a one point of fire damage. That's all you need. Oh, good news. <laughs> the, a barbecued um, goblin. <laughs> the, the goblin dame just rides up its entire body. The, the, um, the vines that captured its feet also fizzle away to ash. Oh. Uh, as the whole lot just turns into... Even though I'm concentrating. Um, okay. It's fine. Goodbye. No more concentration on that. Okay, so cool. that's that you've gone. That's fine. Thank you. Uh, which is... There. Okay. So that was your turn. 
Yeah. We are over to the little goblin near you both, um, who is going to look towards you, Gwit. Weapon drawn, it's teeth bared, and it has rolled an eight to hit. Thank God it missed. That misses. Okay. Um, yes, again, you actually managed to jump over. For a dwarf, that's quite a feat. You managed to jump over the weapon as it slices towards your ankles. I'm agile, what can um, I say? We are over to you. I move to decapitate the goblin. <laughs> okay. Roll to hit, see if you can. Come on, be a good deli. Eight. Plus? Plus four, twelve. Hits. Yes! Now, might not be able to decapitate just yet because it's got um, some HP to get through first. <laughs> right. Um, but it depends how much you roll. So okay. If Let's... you could roll your damage, that'd be great, and I'll see how Roll see the how d10! Roll the d10. Where's the d10 gone? That's the d10. Ten! Plus... Two. Two. Twelve. That's all you need. How, yes! How do you want to do this? So this is completely up to you. How do you want to end this goblin? Um. You said you wanted to dig Yeah, d- double, double, double-handed swing. <laughs> okay. Um, your training has come into play here as you draw the weapon back. Um, normally you're used to looking people right dead in the face, but you have to lower your, your glare towards this creature as it hops and you slice just in time as the head topples off the shoulders. Ooh. Awesome. You've really beginning to get on my nerves, <laughs> frankly. Uh, yeah, and well done. You have completed your combat. Um, uh, I'm just going to cast Cure Wounds on myself for first level, just because yeah. I'm fucked. Uh, you could lay hands on yourself, so I, to speak. Yeah, you could I, shall, I shall use my healing powers to, 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 to heal myself. Ooh, you don't need to roll anything. You have five... Points of HP you can add to yourself. You have to add all of it. You can. Do I it. will add five points of HP, which takes me back up to ten. Awesome. And we will stop there. Awesome. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Cool. <laughs> uh, apologies for any weird stats out there or weird uh, initiative. In my head, I didn't have anything prepared. So. Yeah, it's cool. No, that was fun. That was good. However, you were in the forest um, of where grit originates. Right. So this could have occurred before the beginning of the actual campaign that we will run eventually. So there's no continuity problems anywhere. Cool. Awesome. Okay. We do like to avoid continuity issues. We do. We do. So yeah, you just let me know whether I've managed to rest or not because I have no first level spell slots. Yeah, but yeah. We'll call it that and I'll take those back off. And that, as they say, is a wrap. That's the start of our D&D adventure. The other guys still have got to roll their characters. We actually recorded the, uh, what you just heard three weeks ago, and we still haven't managed to get all the geeks in a room since then. Uh, we're looking at a week on Friday, I think, for uh, Steve and hopefully Helen and hopefully Claire uh, uh, to get themselves characters sorted. We're going to record that. We may not put it out. Um, just because, as you've heard over the last three episodes, it's a lot of maths. Um, so probably what you'll get uh, from that session is a kind of hour, well, probably not even an hour long highlight session. Um, but for now, that is it. Um, hopefully by the time you're hearing this, full show notes for all three D&D episodes will be up at www.destinationvenus.co.uk slash blog. And then just go to the Destination Venus uh, website and click on the blog button in the top right hand corner. Um, I think we'll leave it there. 
Next week, I'm not entirely sure what we're doing because we haven't recorded it yet, which is a bit of a worry, but we'll get it done. But whatever it is we're doing, we will see you then. Until then, be kind to yourselves, be kind to everybody else, and above all else, embrace your inner geek. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Geeks of the Gate podcast. us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geeks at the gate or contact us on Twitter at geeks at the gates or contact us by email on mail for geeks at the gates at gmail.com that is the number four not the word geeks at the gates is a production of Venus Rising Media and is proudly made in Yorkshire <laughs>